Friday afternoon deploy is creating a change.org petition to get the party parrot added to every messaging platform. Awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Good stuff. So, Blake, uh, I have started recording, and so Ooh, I yeah. paused awkwardly after I did that, but I wanted to give you a heads up. So, we're using this new software, ideally for the last time, and that comes with a story. Um, okay. Last time we used it, I uh, had a network issue and uh, dropped. And it dropped, and when I dropped, as apparently the host, um, it stopped recording for oh, everybody. No. And it was just like, oh, that's lame. And, that uh, so lame. and so when we came back, we all like had a laugh, and then we picked it up again and kept going. It's like, no big deal. We'll splice it and post. It's no, no problem. And then Daniel dropped and came back. And half of his, no, three quarters of his recording from the second half never finished rendering. And so we lost him for the entire second half. And then for some reason, like files got out of sync and it was just, it was done. And so this product is not that great. This product who I won't say by name though. I think we might have said by name in previous podcasts. Mm -hmm. So if anyone really wants to go looking around, they could probably find it, but the product will likely be sunsetted. Uh, Mm -hmm. I've, I've, I have, however, redeemed that episode so you know we'll be there'll be an extended period with no podcast released however in my effort like i spent (laughs) hours trying to figure out a way to save this podcast and couldn't and i was just like oh man whatever and then i decided uh well there's a really great story about like uh casey trying to resolve an issue with some uh the storage unit for the office because we're packing up the office and moving to a smaller one and I was like, man, I, I want to get that out there. And there was a couple good, th- good things in there that were funny. And I, I know I like getting content out, content out there if we can, but I didn't want to release it. So I was like, I'll release it. Like it's like bonus material for Patreon uh, folks, mm-hmm. um, and just let them know, like, hey, this is this is super rough and bad, and cut an intro that even kind of explained everything. And then I had the brilliant idea, and I've done this now. It's an NFT. You get, <laughs> you can, you, and, and so, and, and I'm saying it in the podcast now, Patreon subscribers will probably get notification of this before the podcast. But if you, uh, if you're on the blockchain um, and you want, you want a non-fungible token version of a failed podcast so that you can flex on your friends the next time you're out drinking PBR and talking about such things, uh, you... <laughs> Can have we can transfer you an NFT serialized uh, episode of the podcast. Um, nice, yeah. That's so it, 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 it made cool. me have to go dig up my old hardware wallet because it it it's on the ether, it's on the ether network. So uh, and my Ethereum I put on a hardware wallet, 
and forgot about and didn't have enough, to be clear, didn't have enough to care about. Like I'm not talking about, you know, thousands upon thousands of dollars worth of crypto sitting on a wallet. Um, but, but I had to dig it up and got it set up and all this stuff and, and got everything up to where I could get in the store. And then, but lo and behold, like I found like, oh, I got $300 in Ethereum just sitting here. So <laughs> I, I did find like a couple hundred dollars in the couch cushions through the process. Um, so yeah, yeah a bonus it's there. a good recovery. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So what's the plan going forward then? Are you guys, so we're playing Oregon trail basically. Yeah. For today <laughs> we're playing Oregon trail. With the exception of me, I get God mode, which means if, if I fail, uh, podcast is over unless I fail like 15 minutes in and then we'll just have to restart. <laughs> but, if, but if you fail, <laughs> I, hope, I, hope, I hope Cox holds up there into the bar. Yeah. Uh, we're on Ozarks go out oh, here, so we'll be all right. I think yeah, yeah. I, was in a, I was in a bad spot. I've got brick walls in my house and they just eat yeah. bandwidth. Mm, uh, yeah. Mm. But yeah, if one of you goes, you've died of dysentery and have a great weekend. <laughs> We're Oregon trailing mm-hmm. as, as Alan said. So um, <laughs> now nah, we can, we can, we can bounce and restart and uh, every, the audience can hear kind of how that, how that transition goes, but we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out if we have those kind of issues. But um, now are we know the quirks a, of the software in a new way. So, are you guys using a different platform though going forward? Yeah, we're going to go back to to hard okay. hard hardware. I, I, yeah. I think we're going to get a couple. I think we have at least two boards. We're going to we have two. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to distribute the boards amongst some folks so that Casey doesn't feel that was part of why we we, we switched to this software right. was like that makes sense. Yeah. everybody can host the podcast so nobody feels super obligated because there were times where Casey would have to like rush home and get her fired up and then yeah. and so wanted to take that pressure off him um, yeah absolutely because and that was kind of something that that got overlooked with you know whenever the quarantining and stuff started we never yeah. really thought about that because when it was based in the office like it was, mm. it was easy it, all yeah. of it's there you just need a person to go man it and right and run the show but yeah, it, so, it's all it's all at casey's house then <laughs> yeah um, um so and you also mentioned that you guys are moving offices we are right so where's the new one going to be tb question blake TBD. TBD. Okay. We're going into a storage unit, which apparently turns out to we're going into two storage units because <laughs> the movers <laughs> got there and said, uh, no, this ain't fitting in there. <laughs> so, so Casey yeah. had to run, Casey's running around. He's, he's living that hustle life these days. Now that, now that he's, um, uh, moving houses, moving offices, yep. all kind of stuff. And so, yeah, he had to like run to the uh, <laughs> run t- to the storage units and authorize the purchase of another storage unit so that the movers mm. could put that other stuff in there. And yeah, so wild times, but fun. yeah, fun. He doesn't get fun. to solve software problems anymore. He gets to solve like rent and payroll and. <laughs> He told me that he still thinks about it kind of like software architecture. You just think about the systems and, and what you need. Oh, that one needs another server. And <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't get to spin up a storage unit like a, another no, a pod in a rancher cluster. <laughs> I need another bucket. I need another S3 bucket. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's good stuff. But oh, so we haven't talked to you in a while, man. Yeah. Yeah. In a minute. Uh, since. 
right after the first of the year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think or, so, yeah. Was it after or before? I thought it was before. I thought somehow. I think it was right after. I think it was like the week after the first week. Because we talked about resolutions and Oh, shit. yeah, yeah. That's right. Mm. Being mm. healthy and um, such. So, yeah. have you kept all your resolutions, yeah. I assume? Um, so far, so good. Um, my big, my big one was to just do more sort of like public facing things, uh, in, in code land. And, uh, my parents, as will happen when you know how to do things, my parents asked me to do the, like their website for their business. So I did that. I finished it, uh, which I was like, I was proud that I finished it. Right. Like it's like, it's done. It's out there. Good. Um, for sure. And so, yeah, yeah. And so now I've been also slowly kind of working on revamping my personal website. Uh, and so I'm close. I, I make slow progress on that. I try to do a little bit each week, but, um, I also started like, uh, running a D and D game again. Oh, and, nice. Oh. Yeah, and and I, I've been having so much fun. With that. <laughs> I know that's yeah. We're all like, mm, I uh, hope it, two that, people that, don't that, drop from your party. I don't. I don't know. I just happen to have. You know. I mean, just laying yeah, around. It's got you. Know, <laughs> it's got a warrior uh, here, ready to go. We we've been doing like a um, a, like a published campaign, right? I've been running. Mm-hmm. One of the, the people that's that, a good time saver. Yeah, I did not want to fuck with creating it from scratch. Yeah. Uh, but but it was I got like super into it. I had a bunch of fun. Like I created like a Discord server that we uh, we play on there. Like and oh, okay. uh, yeah. we we like we voice a video chat on there, and then all of the like maps and stuff are in Roll Twenty, which mm-hmm. is an online platform. Yeah, for that. I've used Roll Twenty uh, before. Yeah, yeah it, me too. It, it's got some cool things. It's got some quirky things. Um, and it's a little Jira like at times. Yeah. It can be. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the UI is I'm like, what, what's happening? Uh, but um, it, it gets the job done. Um, but I, after I created the Discord server, I like created a, like a, a bot, a Discord bot that I could like schedule things. It would send invites to everyone and I could write the recap and then it would, before the next session, post the recap to everybody and like could do all these things for me. And I had a blast, like just writing that little bot, um, throwing it out on Amanda and just letting it sit there. It was nice. super fun. Yeah. I, I still have dreams of one day getting a game going in M- MRPG. I had a group of friends almost get yeah. a game going in MRPG so we could play it async, but that never happened. So yeah. if you, if you get Phil and Froggy, uh yeah know that know yeah. that there are there are participants about there are there are <laughs> questers about yeah uh yeah so, yeah, yeah. yeah I, uh i've never played a gym rpg i don't think i it uh, yeah. it's um yeah so it's a mobile app that's supposed to allow you to just basically kind of async almost like playing chess over over time mm. like that and, and so there's a live chat feature but you don't obviously it doesn't have to be that live. I don't know what the dynamic of that is going to be like, but it it's that I can kind of speak to like what that was like in uh, forums back in okay. the day um, that that folks would play sort of async like that, and so like somebody would post what they're doing in the scene, and then eventually everyone would kind of 
get it get it worked out. Probably takes a while, but yeah, that would be interesting to to try that from a new aspect. Yeah, but no. yeah. Uh, and uh, we did a couple other things that I think were different. Uh, with the okay, so like everybody that's doing it is like, you know, it worked probably uh, most of them work in tech and like busy families. So uh, we only we play every week. It's weekly instead of I think a lot of games are bi-weekly, but it's weekly. But it's only two hours. Mm-hmm. So it's like just from eight to ten every Tuesday night. Do you hold night. to that? And yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. I've tried that. Yeah, yeah like, we have <laughs> that's the hardest part sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We went over once. We went, but it was only to ten to ten thirty or whatever, and. Uh, so that's been good because a I don't have to prep as much as the as the, as the DM right like I don't have to get as much I don't like five mm, hours of right. ready right uh, and then I think it's just it's such a small time commitment that so far we haven't had anybody not be able to make it uh, which is why we've been doing it since like the second week of January I think and so we're about twelve sessions in and. Every, no, everyone's been there the whole time. No one's missed. No one's skipped. Which I think, in my experience, yeah, that's pretty for that, thank, that's pretty good um, for that long for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been, it's been yeah. fun. Been enjoying awesome. that a I lot. Bet. That's awesome, man. So speaking of Discord, mm, mm, oh mm. yeah, segue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even plan that, and here we are. We, <laughs> that we worked out. Yeah, they do like that. Uh, yeah, so they might be being That's bought by crazy. Microsoft, which is mm. for ten billion dollars. That's crazy. Um, so the, I think the the interesting point around this, I read this article, and it was it was not a good <laughs> article. Uh, but but I, but I think some of the underlying points that they were trying to make were. Uh, at least thought provoking, um, and it, it was basically a big like bitch fest about how Microsoft is cornering the open source oh, development yeah. market. Mm. Um, I can see why they would think that. And yeah, right, yeah, right, because it's like yeah, VS Code, TypeScript, GitHub, like yeah. all of these things. Um, you know, blah blah blah. But I. For me, in the case of Discord, this is the one where I'm like, stay the fuck away, Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> Get away from my uh, Discord. I, I, don't care. I don't care about like the previous ones, really. They didn't bother me. Um, but I just appreciate so much what Discord does as a company, the way they operate. And I think the product is amazing. Like, I am surprised you don't have to pay for it's, it. It's like, impressive. Like the voice only channels mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Like it's really impressive. I've only Yeah, I mean like voice, video, screen sharing, like um all you know, all the channels, it's free to create your own, like it's like I ha- I think right now I'm, I have two or three Discord servers that I started and it's just like different friend groups or whatever and I haven't paid. I haven't given them yeah. a cent, which is probably that <laughs> terrible of me. Um, Let's just get some bought by Microsoft. Yeah. You know? All the users. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. They don't, uh, there's no <laughs> revenue there. But I know 
I've, I've mostly used it for um, like in game stuff, particularly when I got mm-hmm. my quest mm-hmm. and uh, started side, uh, side loading games through side quest and on my Oculus quest, a ton of, ton of yeah. side quest stuff with discord channels. And so that was really cool. Like I got big into um, echo, uh, echo arena um, and like, was all in the discord server there there's one I, the only well i say there's only one I, i'm uh w- when i'm at all feeling super productive i try and do something with grain again um i jump over there with oscar and those guys um and that's in a discord channel and then um defcon has a discord channel um mm. but mm-hmm. other than that it's all been gaming oh, stuff but yeah. I feel like a lot of de- a lot of communities that would traditionally have been yep. in Slack have, are moving to Discord because, like, the Slack it is up, pretty garbage. Like, um, and and the the Discord free tier is amazing. So, mm-hmm. uh, like they they're not like you know, getting rid of history or anything. You don't have to, right. you don't have to pay for any of that. It's just there. Um, and I've seen, especially in like the JavaScript world recently, uh, a lot of like these like niche communities now all have discords. Um, mm. And like some, another big thing that I've seen uh, is um either like podcasters or whatever having like Patreon campaigns. And if you pay one of the benefits of, of being a uh, patron is you get access to like a private discord where, where you, you know, can talk to the people that do the podcast or whatever. So um, I think that's really interesting. And I think if Microsoft owned that, <laughs> that make that worries me mm. yeah it, it's tough it's tough to not let it worry you a little bit because I, I you know and with discord it's interesting because there are a lot of you know even you know outside of javascript there's just a lot of niche communities that utilize uh discord and and many many who who would not favor a microsoft acquisition uh, as as some of the some of the folks out there that that use it, I think for non specific things. I think I think what's <laughs> one thing that's like I, I, it makes me wonder what the grand strategy is. Like obviously yeah. they are no, doing I, that was the next something. That was the next question. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's What's an end goal the end here. Goal? And right. for a company that notoriously was like extend, acquire, extinguish, like with a history of doing that. And I, I mean, they're not going to shutter GitHub, obviously. I say obviously, but, no. um, but like they're no acquiring way. so many open source things. And like I get, I think they're trying to still repair the kind of war they started with open source so long ago. Um, but yeah, I just don't, I, I don't know what, like, will people ever just fully forgive I, and embrace them? And is it really, <laughs> is it really just like, Hey, no, we love these tools. We want to support them. That's, that's I, what I wonder I about. Like, I'm kind of on the, 
Right. Well, I mean, their intentions might be, but but the execution might not end up being that way. But I <laughs> right. I I, I kind of lean towards. I think it's it's an attempt to to be relevant to, you know, like <laughs> just I say that just because like Amazon just came in and and you know I just came in 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 like the late 1990s destroyed Sears like in retail and then AWS comes out and um you know and gives. IBM and Microsoft like a run for their money and, and they didn't really see it coming. And it, it is impressive just from a business point of view of, of how Microsoft, like, you know, with Azure is still competitive um, and everything. And so I just kind of attribute it to them sort of trying to figure out how to embrace open source after, after being, uh, after being the cathedral yeah. for so long and having the, cathedral mindset on that versus the bazaar um but figuring out that like wow if we open source a lot of this stuff and use open source tools it saves a lot of money um you know it's it's where i lean and that that, uh, admittedly that's my optimistic outlook on it yeah like i i was listening to another podcast uh i think a week a weekish ago about how basically how much the mind share or, or how much the being part of these open source projects, like increases the size of the, the funnel at the top of like people that filter down into your products. And Mm -hmm. I, and I almost wonder if like that is part of the strategy of like get in people's brains as, as like to where you're, you know, they at least know who you are. Um, and like, if they are already using all of your tools, like, does that mean that they are more likely to reach for something like Azure when they do make the decision to right. make some sort of purchase? Um, and I, and I almost wonder if that is the overall strategy. That, um, that actually makes a lot of sense. Right. Cause like, I remember getting scared about their moves in around 2015 when I hear canonical and Microsoft yeah. are pairing up and get ready for Ubuntu in your windows. You know, yeah. I thought, Oh, it's the end. The end is here. <laughs> you know, that's, <laughs> we're all going to work for the machines yeah. now. Uh, you know, but but that that makes a lot of sense because it, you know if you're Microsoft and you're kind of looking that down and 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 you know every like most of the servers out there that power the internet are running Linux open source operating systems. Nobody yeah. like there's a few you know out there running Windows servers and stuff, but definitely not the majority. And so that's that that kind of makes sense in that vein too of them like wanting to latch on to to a, a, a Linux operating system uh, kind of way. And then, and then they started Azure and then VS code. I remember was like kind of the next one I noticed because I was, I, they used to have, I want to say they used to have a free version of uh, visual studio. And I was looking for that and it's then still, I couldn't find is. it. Is like it? The, the big, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. still, I had, yeah. I had to use it for some God awful contract work that we mm, won't talk yeah. about. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, uh, we all gotta do things. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, you may want to bring your mic down just a little. You're crispy. Yeah, you're kind of crispy. Uh, thanks, thanks for that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I put .NET on a Mac the other day, and I was like, "What is even happening right now? I don't yeah. know why." Uh, PowerShell. PowerShell yeah. will now run on anything. Apparently, yeah. I haven't tried oh, it, really? but I, that's yeah, crazy. that's actually crazy. Okay. Yeah, and also like. 
nostalgically, if that's a word, uh, intriguing for me because I used to roll with some PowerShell back yeah. in the day, man. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. And, it, and so I was, almost... I was installing a new Windows 10 and, and getting the PowerShell and then it pops up a thing that's like, so I could get the old PowerShell that was like for the operating system. But then they're like, hey, there's this new PowerShell, though, that like runs on any machine. It's kind of like, oh, you guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys. <laughs> you guys. It almost feels a little like uh, Disney in the way that Disney has acquired all of the big franchises you care everything. about. Everything. Yeah, yeah, just about. Just, yeah. They've bought anything that you put in your eyeball. Um, mm. And and so, like, it's different than Amazon. Like, it, it's different than any of the other kind of big, you know, big names. For one, let's not forget that Microsoft owns a big chunk of Facebook. So there's that. Mm. But <laughs> but um, but like, it, it feels like those kinds of acquisitions are taking place within Microsoft in a way that mm. you don't really see that with Amazon or mm. or Apple or anything like that. Like they're buying, I think, kind of along the lines of what you're thinking or what you said, Blake, of like buying mindshare in a way mm-hmm. that they kind of want to to be that an influential. And I don't say that like in a nefarious way, like they're trying to like be the puppet masters back mm-hmm. there, but they're kind of wanting to get in on that space in a way that they never, don't you never consider did. Their, their for-profit products when like they, I think they all, part of it is, is like erase that previous stigma that a lot of us have. I, like, I'm actually not sure if they can do it for people like us, but if you think mm-hmm. about someone that's 20 now, they're, outlook of microsoft is totally different than than those of us that grew up during the era where they were getting like, things you love and crushing them yeah you know? and yeah and then doing like depositions in front of the government for why are you not a, explain why you're not a monopoly like yeah, you know yeah, yeah. yeah what's interesting is you could say facebook is the new microsoft but microsoft owns facebook <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, no, yeah. that's a, that's an interesting point. You're, I think you're totally right, and mm-hmm. I think there was probably a point where they saw something shifting, and and wanted to to reverse course because you know we're always we, most developers, unless you're in a .NET shop, and again, like that's a beautiful little world that you get as a .NET developer. Let's be real, like mm-hmm. C Sharp's nice. You got powerful tooling. You can build all kind of stuff. It's not for me, but it's really nice. But for for everybody else, you're you're using a Mac or you're using a, a, a Linux machine, and they were kind of all right with that because they had market share of mm-hmm. enterprise, and then they had everybody else with a PC, and then like all the enterprise stuff started getting a bad name because managing seas of PCs. Uh, is a nightmare so they get really old and really antiquated and everybody's on xp or whatever (laughs) for like way longer than they should so everybody hates their work computer so that's a knock on microsoft but they Mm -hmm. had the pc market for a while and then like just normies everywhere started buying macs and to me that like i that surely that like had to make a panic for them they're just like we're losing market share in in like this core demographic something has to shift and uh so uh, that's, I mean, to me, that's why you start kind of buying things like the things that they're buying because they want to rebrand themselves as like yeah. something, something different than they ever have been. I don't even mm. think they know where they're headed in mm. regards to their image. Um, but they're just like, can we just not be associated with Steve Ballmer anymore? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I think, uh, 
I think it's also interesting uh, because it's you know we're we're mostly talking about from uh, the like coding or engineering perspective, but I also feel like they're doing similar ish type of things in on the gaming side as well. Mm. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Like it's it's actually weird how consumer friendly their like their their like service that they have for like the Game Xbox Pass. or whatever. Game Pass is awesome. It's insane, right? Like Game Pass uh, is awesome. Like they've got. I'm curious about their deals now with EA and Bethesda because they so they made deals with Bethesda and EA. So now for your Game Pass subscription, you also get EA access and access to any Bethesda game. Right? Like it's which is kind of crazy. Like you, if you asked me if they were going to do that, if that would be a thing 10 years ago and be like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then, then watermelon will fall from the sky. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, it's crazy. I, I'm interested to see where it goes for sure. Um, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, like I use VS code and I'm forced to use TypeScript and wait, you're for, uh, wait, 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 you said you're forced to use TypeScript. I know you like didn't every, like TypeScript. I like fucking yeah. TypeScript. Okay. But, uh, everything everything we do is in TypeScript. I so thought. See, I thought works. I missed that somewhere. I shame on me for not remembering that. But for some reason, but I thought Blake's you were pro TypeScript. But he's no. a purist. That's yeah. uh, that's well, on, that's bad well, on me. So so like yeah, uh, not to repick that scab, but like uh, <laughs> it, don't don't put fucking types in my dynamic language, man. I don't, yeah. We can do that in Python a, now. A, we don't, but we could. We can. Yeah, yeah it, it's that way for a reason, right? And that and that's one of the things that I enjoy about it. Like, right. Oh, there are all these people that are like, oh, you, you know, it, it makes it me faster and all this other stuff. And like, I, it, I honestly, it does not make me feel any faster. It makes mm. me feel slower most of the time. Yeah. Uh, because TypeScript has to do weird shit that other type languages don't because it's, Mm. like skirting the boundaries of javascript and the way it works um like also you know you you said earlier that the whole dot net world is great c sharp is great tooling is great all that and it's like yeah and if that's what i wanted to write every day i would go write c sharp right not right. TypeScript. Right. Right. Which is so fucking similar yeah and, especially on the language. server right like if, if i wanted types for like writing server code or low level shit i would do it i would use uh, another night whether use go or fucking rust, rust or yeah. whatever yeah um, yeah for sure it, it just seemed you know it's just another another area where javascript is trying to eat the world with like Whoa. i don't think that's what this is this is people coming from other language d- doing things to javascript to make themselves feel more comfortable you're you're not wrong yeah. i bet this is people who want to write JavaScript like they write C sharp. That was the genesis of TypeScript. Because I want to use snake case in, in JavaScript, and that's just my Python coming in. But I, you know, yeah. otherwise I'm pretty, you know, I can adapt because it's it's a it's a it's not a typed language and right. fundamental paradigm in that case is similar between the two languages. Yeah. No. And, uh, anyway, yes, but TypeScript. <laughs> <laughs> VS code is great. <laughs> it's pretty I've, good. I've gone back to Vim. Uh, I've I use Vim bindings in VS code. Yeah, uh, which aren't per- which aren't perfect, but yeah. um, all the other shit you kind of get with VS code is nice. All of like 
add-ins and shit that you can. That's I was gonna say I'm I'm using Vim, but um, I'm very proud of my Vim RC file. Uh, oh yeah, everybody, my, you have to be. My Vim looks like uh, looks like VS Code, <laughs> except for the <laughs> except for like the sidebar folder tree. No, uh, yeah, so, that's Nerd Tree. Yeah, no, I've I've got that. Nerd, but but yeah, but Nerd Tree <laughs> is not to me is not the same. Like that's the one thing that always I always hated with Vim. Yeah, was like. I couldn't exactly mirror the experience with even with Nerdtree that I wanted or that I got with uh, just a traditional. I I could see that. I mean, sometimes I get lazy and I want to make a file like in in the in the file tree over there. Right. Um, yeah. But but I you know I'm kind of just I'm kind of I you know I. I will use Vim for a while. I'm sure I'll go back to VS Code. I'll go back to PyCharm at some point. I'll probably even use WebStorm again. But um, <laughs> I I think, though, that some of these enforce some bad habits or at least let me develop bad habits. Mm. It, for me, it's mostly I just I've gotten to the point that using VS Code and being a web developer, I, I just basically feel like I'm in a browser all day long. And and so I, my mind kind of wonders, like using Vim, I've found the past mm. week or so has actually, I think, helped me focus more. Um, yeah, I see that. Yeah, because it's much more deliberate, like right down to escape colon W. Yes, yeah. I do want to save that. Not not willy yeah. nilly a, a, a muscle jerk reaction to the control C or command or uh, command S. Dude, that, you know, to, the command S uh, reflex is real. <laughs> it, I, I no thought. It's it's pure yeah. reflex now. Yeah. You uh, two things. Number one, I take issue with your statement of pride about your your VimRC file because it's not on your GitHub account. No, uh, that, well, that's how proud I am of it. I'll, I've thought about it. I'll, I'll put enough, it out there. My dot files, <laughs> my dot files are on I my GitHub account. I don't know if my Vim files. My VimRC is, is not, like, I have but my dot files are up there. Now, granted, my dot files yeah. are stale. There, my dot files no, were man. back when I was a Ruby developer, and of course, you can't be a Ruby developer if you don't have your dot files on your GitHub account. Um, you won't get a job; they just refuse. Um, <laughs> But, but yeah, that's, that was, it's so old and I, I learned, yeah, I, I based mine off a couple people's and ended up with some shortcuts to end up, uh, cutting a repo to pieces on me by mistake. <laughs> once. That was fun. Uh, you, do you know about the, the, the hot, um, the, uh, shortcut, um, control shift ZZ. That will get you out. That will save you out of of Vim in a heartbeat. Just what's the oh is that control the shift ZZ ship? saves exits and saves. It's it's basically a it's a it's a W yes. WQ. Um, but it's, but you don't have to escape. No, you you do have yeah. to escape. So it's escape then control shift ZZ. And then you're you're out. I'd forgotten about that. I I remember learning that um, at NTI when I was working with uh, OpenSUSE, uh, or actually Enterprise SUSE. It wasn't even OpenSUSE that we were using there. That's one of the um, only things still in muscle memory for me. And deleting whole lot, deleting one. whole lines. I've got a handful. Like as I start to like enumerate through, I'm just like, no, no, I yeah. remember more more of my big commands than I have in a while. Great, oh, the visual man. mode I I really like. That that's what I mean about kind of it making me focus more. It doesn't feel like a necessary a WYSIWYG that I'm working in like I my, I have to talk to my fingers to think like okay now I want to copy this chunk
Yank. So let's go individual mode and get that. Cool. All right. Y for Yank. Put it down here. P for Paste. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, do you guys use the actual escape key or do you map a different key to escape? I, I use the escape key um, yeah, begrudgingly on on the Mac with the touch bar. Um, I have a keyboard Ooh. plugged into oh. it, so that's nice. But yeah, it's it's we it's oh. weird. It doesn't even feel like real Vim because I'm sometimes I miss it and I'm all um. and then and I'm like writing W's like, in the, <laughs> like ah what what yeah. what do you oh yeah this oh what are you mapping to? It sounds like you're mapping it. Uh, I map caps lock to uh, escape. But how do you? Uh, how do you, how do you yell escape? hot takes in your code? Uh, I ha- I'm very fast at holding, holding, holding shift and typing. It's actually interesting because you use caps a lot less when you do it that when you when you have to do that. Um, it, sometimes it has stopped me from being like, I'm going to type all caps right now. And then I was like, that's a whole sentence. That sounds hard. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so you've made you more efficient. Do you have it mapped just for Vim or is it for always on your keyboard? The whole machine, yeah. That, that's that's like almost one of the first things I do Wow. Uh, when I get a, a new machine. Is wow. So why do you do that? Yeah. Because I don't want to reach up. I just want to use my pinky right above the shift to do it. Uh, it, it makes going in and out of like insert and visual mode and then yeah, so I can fast. see that. It takes some brain uh, retraining, yeah. but I can see that. It does, yeah. But but yeah. at this point, I I will like I have like my gaming machine here. I try to do it all the fucking time in the, on that, and it's not right. It's just normal caps lock, and so I will go to type something, and it'll be like. Hello, how are you? <laughs> 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 so like, oh shit! Everybody's uh, pissing Blake off. Yeah the, yeah, the other thing that I do all the fucking time is uh, in a pull request on GitHub, trying to use Venmo. <laughs> that's where i say you're in the browser it's okay now you're in the yeah. now you're in the browser yeah. Uh, yeah. On, on a flip note does everyone else uh colon and try and type emojis in other places where they shouldn't be doing it oh, yeah i do that and, and do you do you get angry when it doesn't oh, let oh, you so do bad. it like you're like you so are missing all the great feature. it's like how is this not yeah. a thing here uh, yeah, yeah. I, it, it blew my mind when I learned of, about the Mac shortcut. Or, or I still don't use. remember it. I know it's there somewhere, uh, but yeah, I can I never remember it. it. It's, yeah, Control Command C. Yeah, that's why I don't remember it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, at this point, I just have it. It's my, that one's muscle memory for me. Mm. Um, but that even that won't work in some apps. Um, but yes, I want to just shift, type the name, and uh, you auto-complete for me, motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> Why isn't everything Slack? Come yep. on. <laughs> um, that one's... I was, using, I was using some application the other day, and, uh, and it, it would not let me put an emoji in there. So I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over to Slack and like, put the emoji <laughs> copy it and oh, paste yeah. it. And it just changes it to the text. And I was like, table flip. Fuck you, <laughs> I don't remember what it was in. Uh, that's where you need to. Uh, that's where you need to go old school and like uh, map mm. map something specific to uh, to the table flip, so you can give the old school table flip. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got a table flip key for my for my mechanical keyboard that I've not installed. 
I, I bought I bought three <laughs> novelty nice. keys. I've got the shrug emoji and disapproving eyes and a table flip. And uh, <laughs> wow, yeah. That's so awesome. like my inner key is the shrug. Oh, and then I unplug it. Oh, there we go. Inner key is shrug, and then and one of the caps is yeah, uh, nice. It's uh, uh, cool. disapproving eyes and. I've got in my bag the table flip and it would fit on my shift key, but I've just never taken the initiative to do that one because it's really such cool. a big Where one. Where did you get those from? Drop. Mm-hmm. It used wow. to be I, mass I, drop. I, I was, yeah, table flip would be sweet. Yeah, I, yeah, I have the, the all yeah. keyboard. That's one I use. So, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Joshua Fisk, um, an occasional podcast listener oh, yeah. and fellow developer from the region who turned me on to mass drop. His keyboard Bro, that that thing. I'm gonna see if yeah. I can get a picture of it to put in the show notes because he he's pretty proud of it. He's got so many crazy custom keys. He's got keys with fidget spinners. He's got like I was gonna say I thought he had a yeah, fidget spinner last time two. I saw. He's picture, got one. Yeah. He's got the like uh I forget the clear what's the like epoxy with like skulls yeah. like in them and it's just oh, like yeah. I, I mean I don't because some of some of them are even tactile. It's, it's one thing when it's just like I replace my keycaps so that i can't read them i've got standard keycaps like casey blacked out his because he hates people and he's like so he puts it in dvorak and then blacks out his keyboard and he's just like good luck uh, 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 <laughs> i at least left my normal <laughs> yeah funny. it's it's pretty sinister i at least left my normal keycaps on with a, a few but some of the keys that that fisk has like just like they don't even touch the same and I, he he's super productive um but one thing that's been really funny about working remote all the time with uh, at, at home with my wife is she's never worked with someone with a mechanical keyboard, and, mm. and she hates mm. it. <laughs> she's like, uh, yeah. "You must be really like really working hard." I'm just like, "Nah, I mean I'm working, but I like, <laughs> like, can you hit the keys quieter?" And I'm just like, "That's not really a thing." And uh, she's like, can you can you yeah, turn no, it? Switches, can you turn yeah. it down? I was like, no, like they're mechanical. Like that's literally what they are. They, there's no volume on the the noise on my keyboard. She's like, do they have quieter ones? I was like, this is the quietest one they have. They have some that are made to be louder. And uh, and so yeah. I fucking love. Oh it yeah, now. like yeah. like being at uh, RC. And being in the, the like same room with everybody had mechanical keyboards. And you walk in there and it is like, music to my ears. For sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think I've got minor browns and, uh, and, and mm-hmm. so I never, I never intentionally got super loud ones. I tried to be, yeah. Tried to be a, at least somewhat respectful of folks, but some people need their, yeah, some people need the loud ones. I know like it helps with, yeah. um, particularly, mm-hmm. uh, like if you if you're bottoming out your keys a lot, um, that mm-hmm. just having the sound kind of you can train yourself not to punch through and, and hurt your hands. So, but it's just the funny things. I think I've got the, the uh, I've got on like my the razor one that I have. It's like orange oranges, I think. Uh, and I had browns on the last one, which I like browns. Uh, but on the alt, it's like a it was a kind I'd never heard of. It was like halo clears. Um, and they're pretty like, it's pretty, pretty quiet. That's not bad. Um, I like the way, I like the way it sounds quite a bit. Um, but I, I had never heard of the type, but it was one of the things when you bought it, you could get like blues or reds or whatever. And, uh, 
yeah. And the, the person who hired me, uh, who shall not be named because everybody knows him, uh, picked those. Picked them. Uh, he asked me what I wanted. Oh, they gave him they yeah. gave him out standard issue there. And no, he just asked me what I what gear I wanted, and I was like, this keyboard yeah. is cool. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, and then when I left there, uh, I just I bought it from them because. I wanted sure. to keep it and yeah. it was like they were on back order so i was like i'll just pay you just give me the yeah. keyboard and do you use a how do you guys how do you guys do that with like uh i'll ask yeah. that question real quick but i'll then i'll answer yours uh how do you guys i'm curious how you guys handle like when someone leaves what do you do with their machine that, that's my question but you had a question oh about just if it was full size or no, number pad or all that stuff. Like Worthy's got like uh, a like a half size, I think. Daniel Worthy does. Like, he's got a little bitty uh, one. Sixty percent. Yours is sixty. Yeah, um, yeah sixty. Okay. Uh, it's so it's got like. Uh, yeah. Uh, hmm. Cord. Yeah, it, it it cuts off pretty pretty uh, right after the inner key. Um, so as far as what we do with um, with stuff, uh, the only thing that we don't give to a person is their their computer everything else is just like congratulations have some have some stuff as part of onboarding um and we give a we even give an office stipend for folks like here's here's some stuff to go buy an external monitor or whatever like those of us who would have been from the the old country (laughs) got got those when we came home with them from like like our our debt like we we brought all the the stuff that was in the office and that lives with us now but now we we do a a a home office upgrade stipend like signing kind of a signing thing like here in your first paycheck here's some money to go invest in your your home office uh but the computer itself we we have a uh uh, an agreement like an equipment agreement that covers it and explains like you know when you leave you need to send it back to our leasing agent because we lease our uh our max now oh, okay. through apple oh, okay. we, we decided that was how we wanted to to manage stuff moving forward being full remote now so um yeah well, we just started that so that's an adventure that i get to i get to help manage um so and they've been a very slow in sending computers out, which has been a giant pain. So we've got, mm. got guys on yeah. their own. We've got guys on their own computer. Like Daniel, Daniel's got his computer, but his, the, his project can't get containerized enough to get it onto the Mac yet, which sinks. We've, we're almost there, but like Trenton, our newest tire, he's, uh, he actually started yesterday. So he's, he's on his PC, uh, until his Mac gets in, which he should have hopefully a, a tracking number soon. I know it's shipped. So, uh, but, yeah, that's we we've been working to get that like delay time down because it's like okay, someone gives right. us two weeks like signs and says I need two weeks to give notice to my company. It's like that's great. <laughs> we would hurry up Mac right now, and like in three weeks you get it. So a week into your job, here's your computer, which is not what we want. So um, we've kind of we mm, kind of had to. Mm. Uh, Megan has had to go kind of Karen on them. Um, yeah, that, that's actually weird. I don't know how they do it here. Um, like a, a week before I started, I got mine. Um, and I, they may, I don't know, that may just be the leasing thing um, because 
they just uh, I think they I'm pretty sure they just outright buy them here and, and yeah, it, do the thing or like put yeah I think it's a matter of the leasing kind of mm, yeah well, hopefully once we get it worked um, out it'll it'll go a lot smoother there's definitely a lot of advantages to doing it that way um, but so far that the startup time has been uh, unpleasant so. But we don't image. Yeah. We're not imaging the machines mm-hmm. or anything like that. We've got some. We've got some oh, basic, okay. um, yeah. some basic stuff we put on them through like a remote client um, for yeah. just like tracking purposes. But um, we're not imaging them. We're not putting spyware on them or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you guys do any of that? Like any sort of um like security thing that you put on the machines that like it's make sure an updates get installed. Yeah, we, we do of some of that. We do, like, we, we do some management like that and like ensuring that the hard drive is encrypted at rest and, and things like that. Yeah. We put that on uh, basically when you, when you start your work computer and like are actually using it, there's a link that we send that you go and, and sign up for. And it kind of puts your computer through this process to get it in yeah. that state, but it's still, but those are the only kinds of, it changes like some policies here and there and sets some things, but it doesn't, you know, yeah. throw an image on an, an image on there. We've, we've looked at that. I've, I've thought about Im- sending out images, imaged computers, but it, mm-hmm. it's so far we've not pulled the trigger on it. I don't, we, we may get there eventually. Yeah. We, we do something similar uh, in that it, there, there's, it's basically a service that uh, like is the HR service, but also like it's where you go to manage, like at, ask for time off and all that stuff. But they have like a little app that you install and all it does is make sure that yep. those policies are updated. I'm sure there's similar ones and the encryption thing. And you can no longer click the dismiss button on like putting off the updates. It'll just be like, cool tomorrow night i'm gonna do this no we don't have that we don't have that uh because the last thing i would want to do is like nuke the entire productivity of the team because of a a new mac update uh maybe i bet you could set it for like minor version upgrades versus major version upgrades okay yeah they're not cramming they're not kicking you on a big sir or whatever immediately no 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 that's that's on our time uh whenever we feel safe (laughs) I do it every few years after like finishing up yeah. a project and then, then I feel like, okay, well, I, if I nuke it, then whatever, it's all in yeah. GitHub. Who cares? I think I am. I'm definitely one major version back. I think I'm two major versions back on this guy. I, I'm on the, I'm on the way. I always end up I'm, doing it yeah. a month or two after it's out. I just give it that time for them to like work out the major kinks. Um, yeah, so in that scenario, so it's the leasing thing is interesting. And the reason I asked the question was because I'm, I'm like the type of person that when I quit, I want to buy my laptop back from you. Um, because it's cheaper and I don't want to pay $3,000 for a new Mac. Mm. Um, but in that scenario, that can't happen. I'm assuming. Uh, I bet it could. I, that's a that's a question I, I hadn't, I hadn't considered that, yeah. um, but I'm I'm one of those guys that always has my own like I'm I'm I keep two separate computers so that I don't do personal thing on mm. my work com- work computer just for the mental shift. Yeah, 
Because if, if I pull up my work yeah. computer to do personal things, work can grab me there. Like I don't have company Slack or company yeah. email. Like I, I very intentionally keep work stuff off my personal computer um, because I make myself very accessible on my work computer with good reason. And so if I open my work computer, work like jumps at me and I've got like all kind of notifications yeah, yeah. Or, or communication tools that like pull me in. And so I say no, and I shut this one and my I grab a much like stripped down smaller one. And, and that way I even, I'm not putting like personal code projects and stuff on that computer. That's, that's just my mm-hmm. preference. That's obviously um, your mileage may vary, but that's how I, I kind of manage those things. So. Yeah. I, I do something similar when I went through yeah. it. I bought my Mac though from them and uh, a, because it was like one of those 2015 MacBook pros, which I fucking love those. Those are like the best. I like the keyboard. I like everything about them. And I was like, I want this. And so they sold it to me for, you know, a reasonable price. And uh, I could just see myself doing that again as like not as like an upgrade, right? Of like, okay, the 2015 is six years old now. How much yeah. longer is this thing going to last? Mm. Well, one, there's one technical thing we wanted to ask you about. I was, I was, I was about to say we're, in if you we're getting, weren't. Yeah, we're getting on in time, and it has been a lovely conversation. Mm-hmm. But we uh, have questions about how does this in uh, JavaScript, which uh, we would be remiss to not ask with you on the podcast. Blake, okay. what do you what do you do when you got to upload a crap load of, of files and they're real and it's real it's real big it's like a gigabyte and so what I to, to a little context what I'm doing is actually uploading a folder uh, like a tree you know folders so it, it does some recursion gets all the files out of it and yeah. and sends those to the server but they they're wanting to upload many of these uh, image files and it ends up being like a gig and a half. Um, mm. Yeah. So, mm. so it's wondering, I know I could zip it on the, on the browser and send it. I'm not sure how much more performance I'm going to get out of that. So I was wondering well, if there's we were, any, any JS magic we were out there. Uploading I don't know about four gigs of like four gigabyte zip files with previous projects that were with clients who are wanting to get a ton of data off of computers. So I think we could do it if we zipped them, but I don't, I'd yeah. like to not do that. So, yeah. So my, the first thing, a couple questions, is it always, is it always images? It should always be images. <laughs> yes. In, in this case, right. we, we the want only file. images. Yes. Okay. I, I actually, uh, I am, I am validate. Well, yeah, I can, I can do some validation in the front end. Right now it's validating that it's a folder. Like it's even invalidating. Don't, don't give me files. I want a folder because it, yeah. it's a very specific uh, folder structure that they're okay. uploading. Yeah. Okay. So is there an opportunity to convert whatever they're giving you to a lossless, another, a better optimized lossless format? No, it's, it's the, the integrity of the images is very, very important. It's, it's for analysis. They're, they're doing analysis mm. through these images. So they actually need them to be, and, and they're not small. They're, yeah. These are of, of sample of uh, yeah, resolution. Of significant size girth, yeah, if you will. Can, 
Yeah. You have control over the back end too. No, we got the whole thing. Have control yeah. over the front end. Oh, full control of the back end. I love it back there. Yeah, it's Python. It's my world. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you like can you stream it to the back end? I don't know. Um, possibly through. So I'm using Axios. Yeah, uh, well, like, to, could, you, could you like make a WebSocket connection mm. and and like stream data? through a connection that's open as opposed to sending multiple theoretically yes because i think that, even that's what I, would I think this is that using Django 3.1 if i remember right and so when i was in there kind of looking around i want to say it already has like an ascii file oh, in really? there so it's already like set i think i i think it's set up for for asynchronous support like that that's interesting i mean i hadn't oh. i hadn't even considered a, a websocket solution i was thinking about a streaming request or something possibly i mean that uh, could that could work too like i i so if it's huge i would try to chunk it and send it in like a stream type of data instead of just trying to bulk um that would i would that that's like where immediately where my brain went so i don't know uh, apart from that, I can't tell you oh, exactly yeah. how to do that. But uh, where there's a will, there's a way. Sure, yeah. Well, getting yeah, getting the out, outside perspective. We uh, <laughs> we, we've actually this week's been really fun because of bringing new folks in. We've had a lot more collaborative uh, times. Mm. It's felt a lot more like the the yeah. old country when we were up at the office. Um, mm. So yeah. bringing folks in, getting different perspectives has been good. But that one, that one's, that one was a point where it's just like, it was a recent sticking point and thought this, we need to ask Blake. And so. Yeah. Uh, I've never actually had to do that. So it's, yeah, it, it's unique. Like, so like Tyrell said, we've done in the past, like even bigger files of four and five gigs, but we would zip it up and, and send it yeah. to the server or even yeah. require that it's a zip file yeah. before you even right. uh, totally. upload it. But this one specifically, they want to drag and drop a folder yeah. in there. And yeah. so that was interesting to dive into. That's, that's actually. <laughs> kind of sort of unsupported features on Firefox and Chrome. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's supported, but it's like actively developed, I guess it's not in the W3. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. That makes, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah. Sense. So, so um, they kind of give you a warning on the MSN docs of like, yeah, you can do it. May the may the internet gods be with you, <laughs> and, and even <laughs> Chrome. Like when you go to upload it, it's like, dude, this ain't Google Drive. Do you know what you're doing? And I'm like, yes, I take responsibility. It's, <laughs> it's not Google Drive. It's, I know. Okay. It's, it's like a Tesla <laughs> when you put on autopilot. And it's like reminding you, like you can't let go of the wheel completely. Uh, or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it reminds you, like, dude, you just grabbed a folder and threw it threw it huh? on the internet. Did you mean to do that? And so it, it like Chrome does that. Like that's not even a, an alert box that I have control over or anything. Hmm. How do yeah. I, I, I wonder how something like drive handles that. Cause you can just drag. I, I think it uses, I think it uses this. So it gives you, so what you do is it's a, it's a new attribute that you put on, um, on the form field. 
Um, mm-hmm. Just like you would disabled or something. It, it sits mm-hmm. like that. And it's a special, it's a long one. I can't remember what it is. It looks weird. Um, but it references this functionality. Mm-hmm. And basically what it does is it just exposes um, a slightly different object than the file object. Oh, okay. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so but, but basic- I wonder how they handle like huge files because that's something they 1,000. Oh, I, I, with, right? I think that's part yeah, of it. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like, could you like just do it and pull up the network pane and see what's happening? I mean, I imagine you could. My, yeah. I haven't really thought of that. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. Or, like, I mean, box or something. Like, oh, let's not do anything thing. because box does it. That's, there's, no, there's nothing but pain in that app. <laughs> there's nothing in that app. Well, th- that's that's true, but this is probably yeah. a problem that they've solved, right? They, like, they, they say like install cookies. our desktop uh, syncing uh, tool, <laughs> like Dropbox, <laughs> and and, uh, and go from there. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I think I think we'll, the Google we'll one's good. I'm sure yeah. it uses. I mean, it has to use the exact same tech that we're using uh, for the thing, and they're just yeah. not warning you because they're just like, "It's us, bro. It's cool. Just put it here." You trust us. When somebody else right. does it, just like, oh, right. and you know they, that that's not us asking for that folder, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, you know, and then after that, they're, they could be zipping it up and then chunking it and streaming it as well. And and that's that's the parts that, that we're haven't figured out yet quite. Yeah. I I bet you're right. I bet at least in the early days, they may have something more sophisticated now. They might not. I mean, we all know how feebly the internet is held yeah. together as, as web developers. But I bet in the early day they did something like that. They're just like zip it up, send it up. Here's a here's a file that that like tells us the tr- what yeah. the tree was. And now we now, now that now that we've got it, put it all back together yeah. over here behind yeah. the curtain. Yeah, yeah. It, I, they had to because because we've been able to do that with Drive for. Right. for I say forever, but like for what seems like in, it's for internet forever. We've been able to do that. Yeah. So yeah, there's gotta be, they, they were doing something like that before. And I imagine it's just kind of gotten, I, I the fact that they're exposing it now makes me think like they're finally doing something that they're like mm. comfortable <laughs> <laughs> kind of giving, giving to people rather than something they're kind of just hope this like, works. Peace yeah. <laughs> to make work. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So it, 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 it just came out of beta, turns out. What was it like, like whatever I forget what service Google had that was in beta for just Gmail was forever. In beta forever. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I think one of them still is in beta. I, I don't know. Surprised. You guys remember like Google was it Wave? Google I miss Wave. I liked mm, Wave. Wow. I was a fan of way, Wave. Wow. Yeah, way back there. I hadn't yeah. I hadn't missed it in a while. <laughs> I've never if we had Wave still if we had Wave still, we wouldn't have to use like Jira. Mm. That's not yeah. entirely true. <laughs> well, we, we're, we say that a lot, though, for a lot of things. Like, well, we use Jira. We can... <laughs> why is Jira like the best that we have? Like, why is it like? I so so I I read an article okay. that that referenced software like Jira, and then another one was Workday. And they said that the problem with these, it, basically the title of the article was stop writing software for your users, like basically. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the premise was you don't build software, stop writing software that your users want mm-hmm. is what it, I think is, was the actual mm-hmm. title. And the premise is like tools like Workday and Jira are like large 
like all encompassing softwares that cover like a bunch of different features. But ultimately, the end result is a product that goes to the person who who paid for that product mm. and they have something that they want. Mm. So the person writing the check for Jira every right. month to Atlassian or for Workday has something really specific that they like. And generally it's like the reporting tools or this and that. Like HR loves Workday. Everyone else hates Workday, mm. hates it. But they have to use it to funnel the stuff in to make the people who cut that big old check every month happy. And so they focus on the people cutting the checks and keeping those features good and improving and all of that stuff. And everybody else just has to go along for the ride. And But because they are so good at that very narrow thing that like basically their, their key client being the purchaser rather than the user, because the, like, the purchaser probably barely uses yeah. it. They're not in it nearly as much as everybody else has to be to benefit mm-hmm. them, but the the benefit for them is so high they just drag everybody mm-hmm. else to the pain, and we all just go along for the ride. Yeah, and uh, I think too, like they try to do. You, you said this, but they them trying to be everything, trying to yeah. cover every mm-hmm. like in every crazy use case. It's like this company wants to use it this way, and this company wants to use it this way, like. I, I wish they just did one thing really well, you know. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, I hate the fucking hate here. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. <laughs> jack of all trades, master yeah. of none. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah, that was what was interesting when GitLab decided they wanted to take everything yeah. on. Yeah, just like, are you guys trying to out Jira? Jira, what's what's the deal here? Yeah. Why are, why are we doing everything in GitLab now? Yeah, didn't we realize we hated doing everything in in Atlassian? And now we're just going to like, hey, open source hate. <laughs> it's like, cool. So uh, everything we hate, but we don't have to pay for it. Uh, so. Yeah. And, and GitHub has like GitHub projects. I'm not sure if you guys use those. No, I've, I've glanced at no. those. Yeah. It, it, it's more like Trello-ish uh, than, gotcha. than Jira, but uh, similar uh, have you ever used have you used any of the any other of the other tools out there like Asana or Pivotal Tracker or Yeah, I used Pivotal Tracker early on. I liked the Pivotal Tracker was kind of the first people who really leaned into the the concept of velocity. Yeah. Mm. Um, I fucking love Pivotal Tracker actually. Yeah. Pivotal Tracker was great. Yeah. Um I used Asana on and off, but yeah, I was I was a pivotal tracker guy and then then everybody went to Trello. Yeah. Then Jira ate the world, including Trello. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, a lean, lean kit was it, is another one that I've used. Um, I that sounds yeah, familiar. I've heard the name, but I haven't used it or looked at it. Yeah, it is okay. Not my favorite either. But yeah, that's the thing is none of them, except for Pivotal Tracker, which I don't understand why it's not more popular. It must not do the thing for the guy that writes the check. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's exactly yeah. it's me, exactly what it is. Consuming it. I'm like, this is cool. I like this. Uh, yep. The way that they kind of like sure. organize the information, I was just, I was just like, uh, yeah, uh, this is this is better. Fucking, uh, I'm getting a headache thinking about Jira. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm flinching. Just, I can't stop seeing dot jspa in my in my yeah. All right. Well, on that note, let's let's all stop and uh, escape the Jira and have a good weekend. Indeed. Yeah, have a good so, weekend. Yeah, good to chat with you. Yeah, yep. Good to you again, Blake. I guess. See you guys.
Thanks for listening to Friday Afternoon Deploy, recorded and produced by the team at Lofty Labs. If you enjoyed the show, you can subscribe to future episodes via iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. You can also follow at Friday Deploy on Facebook and Twitter for episode previews, live streams, and other behind-the-scenes peaks. Past episodes and show notes on this episode can be found at friday.hirelofty.com. That's friday.h-i-r-e-l-o-f-t-y.com. If you'd like to contact the show, or if you're local to the Northwest Arkansas area and would like to be a guest on the show, you can email us at podcast at hirelofty.com.